now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world, live from your local cash and carry, the notorious Gucci podcast. Have you some of that chutney? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another great jam-packed edition of the Notorious Guji Podcast. This is episode 121, 121, in your speakers, in your earphones, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this episode, 121, 121 of the Notorious Guji Podcast. Man, hope everybody is well, hope you're staying well, hope you're all staying safe, staying blessed, man. And uh, yeah, man, yeah, just saying, I hope everybody's healthy, man. That's it, really. That's all we got keep stressing in these weird times. Uh, update from here from the UK in terms of weather and stuff, man. Yeah, you know, weather's, you know, a bit on and off here with the rain, wind, and things like that. You know, a lot of wind, a lot of rain over the last few days, getting colder. So make sure you're wrapping yourselves up, you know, and uh, staying warm and, uh, you know, just staying safe out there, wearing your masks, gloves, hands, face, space, mask, you know, all of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, make sure you're staying safe and uh, staying warm out there, man. You know, we had um, Halloween over the weekend, man, and uh, it was one of the holidays where, you know, last year people were getting excited that, you know, Halloween falls on the weekend, on a Saturday, and, you know, it's going to be some crazy parties going on, and you can't wait to go out and things. And, you know, obviously, lo and behold, you know, <laughs> COVID came and, you know, it kind of put a... A damper on all of those plans really you know everybody's getting excited about all these holidays landing on the weekend you know halloween one of them christmas another one and coming up as well going oh, god knows what's gonna happen with that but yeah halloween over the weekend you know um, but you know didn't really feel halloweeny at all right you know no trick-or-treaters or anything you know i had no one knocking on the door um which is also surprising but understandable as well and yeah, just, uh, you know, <laughs> not what you really expect. But, you know, we made the most of it, you know, just dressed up a little bit, you know, posed for the gram and this, did a little Halloween quiz and that. But, you know, as long as you did something, you know, did something, you know, sort of uh, Halloween-y, spooky, then, yeah, I guess uh, I guess you got your little Halloween fix, really. Apart from that, man, yeah, <laughs> a bit of a pretty sucky year. Another, another thing to add on to a pretty sucky year, really. Um, in terms of this week, man, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. We've got a lot of music out released. We've got a new... Uh, uh, new albums from um, you know Omarion he dropped a new uh, project you've got Common he dropped a new project as well Buster Ryan with his Extinction Level Event 2 he dropped the Standard and he dropped Deluxe just last night as well so then we get into all of that um, what I've been watching this week as well some good TV um, and some movie I've been, uh, movies I've been watching as well and a bit more gaming on you know media getting more hands on with the PS5 and things talk a bit about that and some upcoming game delays as well man so you know we've got quite a few few things to discuss uh, on this week's episode man so without further uh, to do man this is notorious Gucci man aka the boy the most sauce the boy the most chutney man sprinkle a bit of garam masala on top the roti to your sack the kitchen to your curry the dal to your pot the samosa to your chutney man the 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 common to your tokla man, the, the gatia to your jalebi, <laughs> the diwali to your fatakra man, that's me, <laughs> the Notorious Gucci aka Melanosa man, episode 121 of Notorious Gucci podcast man, let's kick things off with the single side of things, so you know you, you know the vibes man, you know the fucking vibes, you know the fucking vibes, hit that music, hey DJ turn up the music, yes sir man, let's turn up that music, so let's kick things off with um, a uh, ooh, a, a, no, I don't want to say a compilation track, but a uh, 
star-studded sort of track, man, with De La Soul, Styles P, Farrah, Monch, Talib Kweli, My Son, and Chuck D. Uh, they band together to release a track called Remove 45, which is obviously directed at the current president of the United States. You know, I'm, I'm recording this right now, and it's uh, on the um, day of election, the election day. Uh, so, you know, obviously, you know, we'll find out once... Uh, you know, by, you'll find out by tomorrow or you know late tonight that you know what uh, what, what the result is. So, uh, but you know they let their voices known about you know how they feel about this current president, you know, aka Mr. Trump, and you know yeah, not afraid to shy away and you know speak their mind. And yeah, it's a dope track, man. It's a really dope track with some legendary artists, you know, such as De La Soul, Stars P, Farrah Munch, Talib Kweli, Chuck D. Um, my son as well, man. So, so uh, a very like you know legendary sort of a uh, packed or legendary group really. You know, bands together on here, and with this track, man. And then yeah, as I said, very poli- politically charged, aimed at obviously the current president of the United States, and you know just voicing their opinions and frustrations, what's going on. And um, yeah, it's a dope track, man. All, all of them, you know, shine out and do their do their uh, do their stuff, do their business on this track. So this is a, this is a dope track, man. Really good. Really good. Sony streaming services now. That is De La Soul, Styles P, Ferro, Monch, Talib Kweli, My Son and Chuck D with a Move 45. Four chilies out of five for me on a spiceometer. Quite spicy. Quite the cool indeed. Next up, man, we've got my guy Russell. Is he on, on the weekly release cycle that he is? Putting out some great music, man. Um, No idea whether this is going to be packaged into some sort of know project at the end <laughs> but uh, he, he doubles down this weekend he releases another new song and this one's produced uh, by boy wonder this one's called i love me dope track from russ another dope track to add to the collection um yeah enough said really man really dope track from russ with i love me shout out to boy wonder for the production man really dope man smoked it so russ with i love me four chilies out of five for me on the spice of winter quite spicy quite thickle indeed Next up, man, we've got French Montana and uh, the late great Pop Smoke, man, rest in peace. Uh, they released their track called Double G. Um, and uh, uh, this track, as you know, it wasn't as you know, it wasn't as great as I thought it would be. Pop sounds great, but um, you know, just French, man. I just feel like French just jumps on whatever new sound, whatever new thing is rolling out there, man, like the drill sound and things like that. Um, and it's just something you know. I don't think French really suits well. You know, jumping on the drill beat or drill sound. I think yeah, I, I'd rather not listen to French on a drill on a drill sound on a drill beat, or I'd rather listen to him on something else on more of a club sort of vibe. Uh, that being said, uh, yeah, Pop Smoke with a great verse, um, but you know, just brings it down by the French Montana feature on there. Um, so uh, yeah, this this track. Just lands in the middle, man. Just in the middle category, in that mid-range. Three chilies out of five for me on the spice one. So that's French Montana and Pop Spoke with Double G. Next up, man, we've got Lil Durk, uh, Six Lakh, a.k.a. Black, Young Thug, and uh, and they dropped the track Stay Down. I'm not sure if this is coming off of Lil Durk's new project or anything, or uh, a project that's soon to be released. Uh, but yeah, this is a fire track, man. Real fire, man. Um, starting to pay attention and a lot more attention to Little Dirk after he he got that Drake feature. I know he's been out in the streets before all of that, um, but you know I, I have been meaning to listen to him, and I'm going to listen to more of his music. But uh, yeah, this is a great track here with him, Black and Young Thug with Stay Down, man. You know uh, I think they, they're getting in their R and B lane. They're, they're lady bag lane man and um yeah this is a really really dope track man i really enjoyed listening to this man one of the highlights of this week definitely um 
Yeah, man, Dirk smoked it, all of it, you know, Black smoked it, any of younger dogs, all, all three of them smoked it, man, in their own respective fashion, and it's a really dope track, man, um, I hope, yeah, this leads out to uh, a new Dirk project sometime soon with this track on there, uh, so yeah, um, a great track, man, you know, so great that, yeah, it was fucking hitting, man, and, you know, we're in that cuffing season right now, man, so this is the type of music you want to listen to, so, um, yeah, this little Dirk, Black, and Young Doug stay down, man, Really great track, man. You know the fucking vibes. You know the fucking vibes. You know the vibes, man. You know the fucking vibes. Five chilies out of five for me on the spice ometer, man. Bowl spicy, bowl tickle, hit my shit, man. Ooh, spicy. Bowl spicy, bowl tickle, dum tickle, man. That's a great track there. Little Dirk Black, Young Thug with Stay Down, man. And what would my spicy drop be without my guy? Yes, so, ooh, we man, so make sure you go check out that Bowl Spicy, Bowl Tickle track, man, with Lil Dirk, Black, and Young Doug will stay down, man. Five chilies out of five for me on a spice hunter for that. Make sure you guys go check that out. Next up, man, we got a track that's been teased for quite some time. Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, and Hit Boy with four things. They've been teasing this for quite some time. We saw them in the studio recording this, really releasing out a few snippets here and there, photos on the studio session and things as well. I think they, and they dropped the video as well to this. It's a great track, man. Really great, you know. Freddie and Sean going back and forward, man. Uh, there's something I, I thought I um, didn't know I needed to hear, but yeah, man, it's great. Only one thing that pulls this down from, yeah, uh, you know, getting five chilies on the spiceometer is the length of the track. It's only a minute and fifty-five seconds. I thought this track would be a good three minutes or so, or at least two minutes and a half. But uh, yeah, just just clocking on the two minutes, man. So I'm I'm, I'm a bit disappointed on that front i thought this should have gone on for longer um but uh yeah that's the only thing really pulling this down from not getting that five out of five chili rating uh so with that being said yeah it's it's, it's a good track in here anyway just that little criticism i have of it of being too short but nonetheless dope track from freddy big sean and hit boy with uh four thanks man you know hit boys had a great year so has sean you know so has freddy man they've all had some great years this this year man um, some great projects, man. Hit Boy be having a great production year as well, man. Great shouts out to all of them. Four chilies out of five for me for four things. <laughs> Ironic, right? Next up, man, we got E40, the legendary E40, man. He links up with Ti and Jonah Lucas with the new track. I stand on that, and yeah, man. Beats funky, beats dope. I'm, I'm bopping to it. I really like it, and all three of them deliver some great verses on here. And uh, yeah, it's a dope track, man. I don't know whether this is a lead out to a new project from E40. Uh, but in the legend that he is, I, mean, I know he's always cooking up music. Uh, but yeah, this is a dope track, man. E40, TI, and Jordan Lucas with a stand on that. Great chap, dope, great track, dope track, man. All three good verses on there. Uh, so yeah, shouts out to all of them, man. Four chilies out of five for me on the Spiceometer. Next up, man, Jid releases another new freestyle. Uh, he came with a Clutter freestyle last week, which is really dope. And then he comes this week with a Jid Tronada freestyle, you know, on a Kate Tronada type beat. Uh, again, this is a dope track again, but again, um, you know, same sort of criticism as I had with Freddie Gibbs, uh, Big Sean and Hitboy with four things. Just a bit too short, man. I think it's only a minute and 47 seconds or something like that. I feel like Jid should have got, got going for a bit more longer. Um, but yeah, that being said, it's still a great track, man, for flexing his rapping skills, man. And yeah, man, I, I love uh, some new music from Jid, man. Hopefully this is a rollout to some new project or something like that. So uh, yeah, shout out to Jid. It's Jid Trinado Freestyle, man. Really dope. Four chilies out of five for me on the Spice Ometer. 
And finally, man, you know, one of the one of my favorite artists, man, you know, one of the guys who's released probably one of the best albums of this year. Um, we're gonna be talking a lot about him in this episode as well. Um, is uh, Riz Ahmed, man. And for those who don't know, Riz Ahmed is, you know, um, and you know, a notifiable actor, a rapper, and, and a philanthropist, man. You know, so Riz born here in Wembley. He's from the UK. Uh, you know, a lot of people might know Riz from him. He was in Venom. He was a villain in in in, in the film Venom with Tom Hardy, Four Lions. You know, from, you know, from the UK. You know what a great film that is. Um, and, you know, and he's been in, in a lot of other things, man. And I um, mean, you know, we'll talk a bit about that later. Uh, but you know, he released. Uh, he was an MC. Has under the name Riz MC, and then you know he linked up with his power Rodinio, and they, you know they they formed the group the Sweatshop Boys. You know, mixing some classic Bhangra, you know, Indian music with their rapping skills. And, you know, Rodino would be the producer behind them. So, yeah, man, Riz, Riz, Riz has always been very multi-talented. And, yeah, he released a great album this year with a long goodbye, targeted at Brexit. And, you know, the whole theme of the album is, you know, Britain and Brexit and us leaving the EU and things. It's great. It's a great album. Great album, man. As I said, one of the best albums of this year. And, um, you know, Riz is keeping that train rolling in there, you know, he's released this song to coincide with his uh, independent film that's been released in select UK theatres uh, called Mogul Mowgli. Uh, and this track is called Once Kings. And, yeah, Riz spitting and talking his shit on here, man, you know, again, mixing in with the Indian music as well, which, you know, I'm a fucking sucker for because obviously, as you guys know, I'm Indian. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, this is a great track from Riz. And, you know, his mum at the end spit some bars as well. That was great. That was dope. Um, yeah, man, this is a really, really dope track, man. Um, so, shout out to Riz Ahmed, man. A really great track, man. Again, you know, very, um, you know, politically sort of charged as well with what, what we're going through in this, in this uh, COVID environment here in the UK and things. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just talking that shit, really. On there, which you know, which needs to be heard. So, uh, shouts out to Rizman. This is a great track with Once Kings, um, and you know, definitely will want to check out that Mogul Mogul Mowgli sometime soon, man. You know, uh, obviously not in cinemas, you know, due to the situation, but um, yeah, you know, whenever I get the chance, I will check that out. Uh, but yeah, shouts out to Rizman. Great track here, man. You know the fucking vibes, man. Hit that shit. You know the fucking vibes. Five chili for me on a spiceometer, man. Hit that shit. Ooh, spicy. Bow spicy, bow tiku. Man, ek dam tiku, man. Ooh, wee. Ooh, indeed, man. So, yeah, make sure you guys go check out that great track from Riz Ahmed, man, with Once Kings, man. Five chilies out of five for me on the Spiceometer. Yeah, so some great singles out that week, man. We've got some two, two bowl spicy, bowl tiku tracks there with Little Dirt, Black, and Young Dog with Stay Down, and then Riz Ahmed with Once Kings. And then you got some quite spicy tracks there from the likes of De La Soul, Styles P, Ferro Monster, Lequali, My Son Chuck D with Remove 45, Ross with I Love Me, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean and Hit Boy with Four Thanks, e, E4E, T.I. and Jordan Lucas with a stand on that and Jitranada Freestyle. Man, so yeah, some great Baltico and quite stickle tracks out there, man, this week. So make sure you guys go check all of that out. Moving on to albums then, man. So let's start off with Amarion. Yeah, he drops a new project called The Connection man and uh, this project comes packaged at 12 tracks uh all coming to about 33 minutes or so we've got 34 minutes we've got features from uh gentleman called busy signal wale 
T-Pain, Ghostface Killer. So those are your features on there, man. And yeah, come 12 songs, 34 minutes. Got one interlude. Uh, so uh, yeah, man, a uh, new, new project from my mind called The Connection. And wow, man, this is a fire project, man. This is a fire. Again, putting music out, which is fitting with the times, you know, with, with the you know, environment. This is cuffing season, as I said, we're in, man. You know, where we're, 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 the days are shorter, you know, it's getting dark quicker, getting colder, man. And you just want that sort of, you know, dark sort of, you know, sexy, sexy sort of vibe music, man, which you, you, you know, you can listen to with your partner and stuff, man. And this is definitely one of those albums, man, one of those projects. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, this new connection project from Amario and man, great, great project from front to back. Um, with one exception only being track, uh, I believe, uh, track 8 B2K Experience. Um, I just, I just I don't know, that felt a bit off for me in terms of the whole theme of the album, you know, it, uh, you know, being with that special someone and. You know, you know, you know, t- you know, talking to that special someone and things, and you know, getting in your lady bag, your relationship bag, and things like that. Getting in your R and B bag. I just felt like that B two K experience track was just a bit, a bit odd to me, and you know, I just, I just didn't like it. Um, apart from that, man, you know, eleven out of twelve tracks. You know, even the interlude, yeah, dope. Um, this is, yeah, this is a dope track, uh, dope, dope project, man. The, yeah, the features were great. T Pain smoked his, Ghostface even smoked his one. You know, we should, um, you thought <laughs> we wouldn't think so. Uh, you know, on an R and B track, but yeah, Ghostface smoked it. Um, uh, Wale as well. Um, yeah, man, great, great, man, great man. Uh, um, especially like you know, obviously, you know, I said first track, Goddess, great, do you well, dope as well. Mutual Wale involved in it. Unbothered connection interlude. You and I, can you hear me? No complaints. I ain't even done. Yeah, man, just front, front to back with that track A exception. Dope. Dope project from Amarion, man. I really like it, man. And this is the type of music that I want to be listening to right now in this this coffin season, man. So you already know the fucking vibes, man. And you know the fucking vibes. Five chilies out of five for me on the spice summer for Amarion's The Connection, man. Hit that shit. Ooh, spicy. Oh, spicy. Oh, cool, man. Oh, cool, indeed, man. So make sure you guys go check that out. Oh we so that's a great project there from Amarion with the connection. Make sure you guys go check that out. It's on your stream services now. My both spicy, both the cool project there with Amarion the connection. Next up, man, we got Common, uh, which I didn't expect him to drop, uh, but uh, so it's so so a surprise sort of release uh, this Friday. Uh, but he drops a project called A Beautiful Revolution Part Two. Which obviously, you know, Common being very political in his raps and things, he never wanted to shy away from the politics. Um, he, he drops this project, man, to coincide with the times that we're going through, obviously the election, US election and the pandemic and things. Um, and also, you know, offering his take on, you know, this whole year as it, you know, as it was and how, how it's played out. So this uh, A Beautiful Revolution Part 1 comes packaged in at nine tracks uh, with an intro. Uh, and an outro uh, for 34 minutes. We got features from Black Thought, uh, some uh, a young woman by the name of PJ. Not uh, I thought it was PJ Morton, but it's actually a young woman named PJ Lenny Kravitz. Uh, so these are your features on there. So nine tracks, man, an intro and an outro, which still obviously service uh, you know tracks. 
Um, yeah, man. So this this was a dope a dope listen, man. You know, for for a surprise release, this was a really dope listen. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Common Man, a legend in the game, obviously. Um, one of the great MCs as well. Um, yeah, you know, it was it was a dope project, and just to hear from Common, you know, what he's been thinking, what he's been, what he thinks about the whole situation over this last few years, what he's been going through as well. Um, yeah, you know, his thought process and things about what's been planning out and um, playing out and things. Uh, yeah, man, really dope project, man. You know, features with Black Thought was great. Uh, you know, the features with PJ as well. You know, she sounds she she sounds a lot like Scissor, so I had to double double back and had a look, but it's actually it wasn't Scissor. <laughs> but yeah, she sounds just like her. Lenny Kravitz as well was great. That feature on the guitar, I think he he, he smoked that. Um, yeah, dope project from Common, man. Really dope project from Common. Um, something I wasn't expecting. Um, again, yeah, front to back, yeah, it's dope, it's a dope project, man, and you know, it's good to listen to, man, and you know, um, uh, you know, learn really, and you know, uh, see where you know he, you know, common lands on this whole, you know, uh, you know, pandemic election sort of thing, and you know, Black Lives Matter and things as well, and you know, just to hear from him, man. So it's good to hear from a veteran in the game see you know what what he thinks about everything and it's just some dope music man end of the day some dope music for you to listen to so shouts out to common shouts out everybody on this project man beautiful revolution really liked it man uh four chilies out of five for me on the spice summer quite tickle quite spicy indeed and then we get to the big release uh of this week man and that was buster rhymes with um, his new project extinction level event to the wrath of god Man, 22 years uh, since the first Extinction Level event, 10 years since his actual last uh, album that was released. So, man, you know, a, a big gap, man, in, in between uh, releases for Buster, man. So, this Extinction Level event, to the standard that dropped on Friday, uh, you know, comes packaged at 22 tracks. We went through a track listing last week. 22 tracks all come to about an hour and 18 minutes long. Features from Chris Rock, Rakim, Pete Rock on the intro. Uh, Chris Rock narrates throughout the whole album as well. MOP, Bell Biv DeVoe, uh, you know, him sampling a uh, classic Bell Biv DeVoe uh, song there. Um, uh, Minister Lewis Farrakhan, he's on there. ODB is on there, rest in peace. Q Tip, Rick Ross, Anderson Park with the previously released You, The Don and the Boss, previously released with him and Vibes Cartel. Rhapsody, Where I Belong with Mariah Carey, which is just like a sequel to. Um, I know what you want you know they also use that sample there to flip it and add it into that track as well so giving us some old school vibes there Kendrick Lamar look over your shoulder um, you'll never find another Mary J Blige Nikki Greer so those are your features on the standard on the standard extinction level event 22 tracks hour and 18 minutes long now the the uh, deluxe or as he's branded it the reloaded version comes uh, with four more tracks extending its one hour and 18 minute runtime to one hour and 34 minutes giving it 26 songs you've got another feature there from the um, on track 26 uh, which one's called calm down featuring eminem a track that was released um you know back in 2015 2016 you know yeah so when I listened to that track, man, the Calm Down track, I was like, this is old, man. I swear I've heard this before, and this is nearly, what, six years old, this track? Um, but, you know, as I said, Buster hasn't put out a new album in ten years. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, the Reloaded Deluxe version comes with four more tracks. 
and that is your only uh, additional feature on there now as for the project itself so I listen to both I listen to the standard and the deluxe right so um, you know what man um, uh, you know Bus hasn't been known to have lengthy albums in his career so that's that's nothing that surprises me um, you know yeah, you know, nothing that really surprises me because I think he just wanted to stay true and authentic to himself his core fan base and what he's been known for um, but all in all man this is a this is a pretty good album man for the length that it is it's a pretty good album not many artists can pull off um, you know a lengthy album like this and uh, you know have people saying that yeah no it's pretty good or you made it all the way through and it's pretty good with that being said there are a few exceptions that you know a few tracks that I didn't like I still stick with my initial um, you know thoughts on that uh, the Don and the Boss track with Vibes Cartel I thought that was utter shit utter shite utter dutty man um, I still stick with um, that uh, I don't like when Buster goes to go into that you know dancehall reggae sort of vibe and he does that with again with Bump track 9 Bump um, yeah, I just I, like, I love I love Buster to stick to his authentic you know him himself being authentic to himself and you know sticking to his you know what he's known for his rapping fast and you know his rapping flow and things um, I don't like him you know branching too much out of it to that reggae sort of dancehall thing and yeah that's that's you know um where you know that those those two uh were, were the only two exceptions really um you know uh that and i think was the track 13 oh no um yeah you know apart from those three tracks really I, yeah i didn't really uh um those three tracks i didn't really like as well you know uh apart from that you know three tracks out of 22 you know you're still still hitting at 19 tracks man and you know it's, it's a dope it's a dope project man the features apart from those i just mentioned the features are great chris rock narrating throughout which is funny as well um you know the features are great rakim on the first track pete rock as well mop but with the vow old odb q-tip rick ross I, I i put a tweet out yesterday saying that man whenever ross is featured on the track it sounds like a fucking movie man it sounds like a bloody blockbuster and we said that about that track that he was on on T.I.'s album and the one on Freddie Gibbs' Alfredo as well. Um, and you know what? He does that again, man, on this track here. Uh, Master Fard, Mohammed, track 11. Sounds like a fucking movie, man, when you put that track on. Uh, you know, that's, 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 that's what Ross has been come to, you know, to, to be known for now. You know, whenever he's featured on a track, it just sounds like a bloody movie, man, a bloody blockbuster and uh yeah this ain't no different man so ross has had a great year of features man salute to the biggest boss um this one ain't no different man a great feature there as well from ross anderson park as well great you <laughs> i love that rhapsody as well great mariah carey great man following on for their classic uh i know what you want man that was great as well kendrick as well man i've been a long time since we heard from kendrick but yeah this kendrick feature was actually pretty old as well I think it was one that Kendrick recorded, um, you know, back four or five years ago. And again, as I said, Buster hasn't been putting that music in, you know, since the last ten years. So, it makes sense that there's going to be some old music on here as well. Um, yeah. So, features-wise, man, other than the ones I mentioned, great. Um, as I said, it's it's a good it's a good project that you know for the length that it is that it goes on and you know and and, and uh, it carries through mostly. Um, with the deluxe again um you know four more tracks didn't really add any more sort of spice to it in my opinion um you know there's four additional tracks 
uh, I know I didn't I didn't like uh, with the with the reloaded version I didn't really like uh, was it the track Who Are You um, blowing the speakers is a more um, you know modern track you know I think who's it Take Keith on there you know handling the production so Buster using that choppy Migosy sort of flow on there um, and then again you know with the, like the six year old track that you put out with Eminem Calm Down um yeah so a bit dated as well but you know it didn't really add the reloaded version didn't really add any more spice to to, to the to the standard to the to the regular edition of the album uh so with that being said uh yeah Buster Buster Rhymes Extinction Level Event 2 The Wrath of God Standard and Reloaded four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer quite spicy quite tickle indeed Buster legend in the game we got to salute the guy it's been over what nearly 25 30 years nearly since he's been in this game so we've got to salute him for the legend that he is still putting out some great music and um yeah still sticking true to his roots for the most part so uh yeah shout out to Buster Rhymes shout out to everybody involved in this extension level event album two event two yeah the wrath of god um yeah my salute Buster man a legend in the game you've got to salute that so yeah, shout out to Big Bus, Buster Bus. Yeah, so that wraps us up on the uh, music and album side of things. So a great spicy Baltico album there from Amarian with the connection. Dope project there from Common with a beautiful revolution part one. And Buster Rhymes, the legend with extension level event two, the standard and deluxe. So yeah, man, some great music out this week. So make sure you guys go check out all, the, all that music on your streaming services now. Right, it's time for some news. Man, let's hit the news drop for me, man. Whenever I can find it. <laughs> Where's my news? There we go. You seen the news, bro? Yeah, man, we seen the news. So let's start with a cronies update, man. So, um, late last week, I believe Thursday and Friday, rumours were circulating on social media and everywhere that a new uh, national lockdown in the UK will be imposed as early as this week right this was on friday thursday friday and those, those rumors started circulating heavily again on saturday and it ended up with a news conference uh, being uh, broadcasted on saturday evening uh, telling us that yeah this uh, a new national uk lockdown will be put in place starting this thursday i don't know why again this fucking thursday like you shouldn't you do it with immediate effect i don't know why and it will last up until December 2nd, I believe. Wednesday, December 2nd. And in this new national UK lockdown, which is going to be different than the one we've experienced in March. The reasons being is that schools and universities will still be open. You can meet one other person from another household outside in the form of exercise or, you know, just just in any sort of form. Just one person from another household outside. No mention of social distancing from that other person from another household. Um, so anybody in your support bubble and things that will still carry on. Um, yeah, so you know the, these are these are the major sort of differences. Uh, you know, non-essential retail will close, so all your clothing, all your sort of leisure sort of activity sort of uh, venues and things they will be closing. Uh, restaurants as well will be closing, and some will maybe just be limited to takeout and del- uh, you know takeout and delivery services. Um, so yeah, you know these these are the uh, these are the new restrictions being put in place on this Thursday. So a, a few things that are different from the lockdown that we entered back in March, uh, and this one will be for four weeks. 
and uh, you know after that they will assess if this needs to go any further so really you know it was just a matter of time to be honest uh, really just a matter of time um, you know before this was going to happen it should have happened earlier to be honest it should have happened much earlier uh, you know some maybe a lot of people were saying that this should have happened to coincide with the half term break you know which half term was last week so this should have happened to coincide with that uh, but you know, you know, Boris being himself wanted to try different things and thinking he's he's the smartest guy in the world, and you know he, he wants to tackle all these other sort of solutions and things like that. You know, it's just the way it just shows you the way that he's handled the whole Tory party, the whole Conservative party, how they handled this whole pandemic. It's just been absolutely atrocious. Um, whoever votes him in next next time, you know, in the next election, man, uh, I think you need to take a real good hard look at yourselves. Because uh, you know this, this is this ain't a prime minister worth having for another four years at least. Uh, so um, yeah, really, uh, as I said, this should have happened earlier, and no excuses for his part why he didn't. I just don't know why. And um, again, why you want to pull it in on Thursday? You announced this on Saturday. Why pull it in from Thursday? Why can you not pull it in with immediate effect or for Monday for fuck's sake? Like. You know why? Why are you delaying this? That's one point. Second point is, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but you've probably got to come to the realization that you know Christmas is not happening this year. And they also said as well, he said Christmas is going to be very different this year, right? And you know, there's there's two things in my mind that's going around with this. One thing is they're not saying right now out the gate that Christmas is cancelled. You won't be able to meet with your families because. A lot of people, you know, there's going to be a lot of backlash, a lot of, you know, hoorah, a lot of hubbub going around and, you know, people maybe making some sort of mischief and things and breaking the rules and this and that, which people are still going to break the rules anyway, right? Um, I do believe that's one of the reasons that they didn't announce that, you know, this is going to be um, extended throughout Christmas. That's one That's one theory I have. A second theory I have is, is that um, by the time, you know, these four weeks are over, he may extend it from by another week or two and then by the time Christmas rolls around he'll be like yeah you can meet your families and then we'll just have to suffer the consequences uh, again in the new year maybe go on to another new lockdown again in the new year so there's two things here right and um, you know uh, I just I, I don't know which way it's going to go two, both both theories both ways seems you know very likely in my opinion with I think more or less the latter part being more likely because you know this country without Christmas you know people are going to start going mad and things and you know you look at it from a religious aspect right um, you know when Eid was going on you know for the Islamic community back in um, when was it you know uh, June July-ish time and they announced strict measures for local lockdowns in you know the greater north area just on the day before Eid and things and um, which is obviously their biggest festival of the year and, you know, for us, you know, Diwali and New Year is coming up. We're going to be under those measures, you know. No no, no temples, no Mondays are going to be open and things. So, um, you know, my only thing I like, concern or question I say is, you know, it wasn't fair for, you know, the Islamic community and things to, you know, sacrifice their biggest festival of the year. And then, you know, when it comes to Christmas, which is obviously, you know, uh, one of the big festivals of, of of the country of the year that you know everything is going to be allowed again you know uh, so I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm not I don't mean to get too religiously you know political in these things but 
kind of makes you wonder man like you know the priorities of this country right you know christmas or people's lives so um yeah i, I don't know which way this is going to go but this is going this this was going to happen for a long time um this was going to happen for a long time and um you know it, it should have happened sooner right and uh you know we just got to suffer the consequences now really you know yeah so uh basically uh so it's going to be four weeks where we're going to be stuck at home again you know where we can work from home as much as we can um uh, non-essential retail will close so uh you know make sure you get your shopping and things in if you can as well and you know people who are highly vulnerable extremely clinically vulnerable need to you know just limit the interactions they have there's no no introduction no reintroduction of shielding and things uh being discussed but the you know, the, the government all the government has said is is that if anybody extremely clinically vulnerable for them to just limit their interactions with the outside world as much as they can um but not enforcing the whole shielding measures and things uh, so yeah, as I said, something that was been planned to happen for a long time, and we knew it was coming, but it should have happened earlier. And here we are to suffer the consequences, leading us through to the end of this year. So let's see how this pans out. But in the meantime, obviously, you know, during this time, stay safe, man. Stay, stay uh, healthy, man. Stay well, man. Wash your hands, face, space, mask, ask, all of that, man. <laughs> you know the deal. And, uh, you know, just uh, look after your loved ones, you know, especially you know, the elderly and things. If you're living with your grandparents or your parents and things. And, um, yeah, man, just staying safe out there, man. And being cautious, really. That's it, really. You know, that's all i got to say. So, uh, man, uh, just make sure you're being cautious and being safe, man, on that. Right, so, yeah, man, uh, let's talk about some TV and movie things, man. What I've been watching this week, man. So, here my TV and movie drop. You seen the new TV serial? Hey bro, you seen that new film? Right, so man, let's talk about some TV that I've been watching, man. So, speaking of Riz Ahmed that we talked about from that great track that he put out, Once Kings, man. I managed to check out his 2014 HBO... 2014? Yeah, 2014 HBO limited series called The Night Of. I managed to check this out on Sky. Um, on Sky Go, so if you have a Sky subscription, man, Sky Plus, Sky Q, Sky Go subscription things, you can check this out on your Sky Q, Sky Plus HD box or whatever. Um, or if you've got Sky Go on any of your devices, you're able to check this out as well. It comes, uh, it's only one season, so it's a limited series, uh, only eight episodes in there. Um, episodes vary in length from an hour to about 55 minutes, with the last episode being about an hour and a half. So um yeah man a bit, bit lengthy in terms of time but yeah only only eight episodes really and it follows the story of a young Pakistani um student who who's living in, in the US living in New York to be precise and um he's getting ready to go to a party you know this young Pakistani boy is played by Riz Riz Ahmed he's getting ready to go to a party and um his friend bails on him last minute and uh he needs a ride into town you know to go to his party and things uh you know one thing leads to another and you know, he, he's involved with some some ser- I'm not, i don't want to ruin it too much he's involved with some serious some serious you know uh charges you know apparently of murdering a woman a woman and things and um you know and then, and then you know how he's how he's uh, falsely imprisoned 
and uh, you know his fight and his fight back to get out of prison and things and the stuff that you know he goes through and it hit it hit really deep for me because um him obviously being uh you know no uh of the same sort of skin color you know and you know when they were showing all the abuse that he was going through in prison and out you know his family as well you know, what they were going through because of him being in prison and things the racial abuse and things like that it kind of really hit home for me you know hit me more deep man hit me on more on a personal level because obviously i've experienced the same sort of abuse as well so uh you know connected with me a bit more deeply really uh so yeah, that's why you know this was quite of a quite a deep personal kind of you know thing with me as well <laughs> um but yeah man he, he put us on a great performance um you know as as a as the uh, as a student nazir khan and oh his his attorney who's played by john turaturu and the the, the um you some guys may, you may know him from transformers he plays that special agent sector seven sector eight agent um yeah really funny in transformers but yeah here as well um you man he puts on a great great supporting role performance man great um uh, i think he was he, he was uh, you know the highlight for me of this series man john turturro um incredible performance by him i know Riz won an emmy for this performance as well i'm not sure about john turturro i don't think he did i know he was nominated but yeah he put on an incredible performance um there has been discussions of him reviving that character for uh, a second season um, of this, uh, but you know nothing has really can't materialized from that. But yeah, my, a great series, a great limited series. You know, it's only one season right now. Um, and great, great star stellar performances from Riz and John Turturro in this um, you know mystery murder sort of thriller uh, that is the night of. And you know, and then you had another great supporting performance from Michael K. Williams. Uh, you know, he, he seemed to be popping up, but uh, you know, a lot of my stuff I've been watching, you know, Lovecraft Country and now this. <laughs> Obviously, this has been, this was before Lovecraft, so yeah, he, he, he played a great little side role as well in this. Um, yeah, man, a great, a great series. I definitely urge anybody who hasn't checked it out to check it out. If you've got a Sky, Sky uh, subscription, Sky Go, you know, uh, subscription and things like that, Sky Box subscription, you can check it out on your Sky Q Box, on your Sky Go app. And yeah, man, really great series, man. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to all of them, you know, again, Riz, John Turturro, everybody there, HBO, man. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm a bit late to the party, six years late, but uh, yeah, it's a great series, man, really great series. Four chilies out of five for me on the Spice Summer for that, man, for the night of. So, you can go check that out on Sky, Sky Go, Sky Plus, HD, Sky Cube, man, or wherever you want to stream it if you can. And uh, yeah, man, really great series. So, shout out to everyone there. The movie I checked out this week was the Oscar-winning movie of this year, the one best film, best picture, and things, and that was Parasite. Uh, this movie is exclusively on Amazon Prime Video in the UK. So if you got an Amazon Prime subscription, you can definitely check out this uh, uh, movie on Amazon Prime Video UK. Movie is about two hours and twenty minutes or so long, so a bit lengthy, and it follows the uh, Kim family, and you know they're they're living in poverty and you know uh, how um you know they, they try to get out of that poverty and live the lavish lifestyle um by working for a very very wealthy family and you know the twists and turns that come with 
being employed by a wealthy family and things and you know what happens next is anybody's guess really and uh, so it's a, it's a real it's a real great um you know you know twists and turns you know and thrill thrilling sort of film um i can see why it won all the awards something that uh we'll see <laughs> you just you haven't really seen before something that's quite unique um you know, even though the, you know so the film's in korean but you know you can watch it with the english subtitles so yeah something that you haven't really seen before very unique and um yeah man i really enjoyed it really enjoyed it i can see why it won all these awards um so yeah man a, a great a great film um you know for you guys to watch if you're struggling to find anything and um yeah so uh you know definitely go check that out man definitely go check that out so uh that's parasite that is on uh, your amazon prime uh streaming service right and um you know yeah definitely go check that out man four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer so make sure you guys go check that out parasite on amazon prime video Right, man, and uh, some sad news, really, this week, man. The OG, man, the, the original, the man who made James Bond, man. Um, a legendary actor, man. I know he was my parents' favourite Bond. And, you know, watching some of his films, I can see why. Uh, so that's why we call him the OG Bond. Um, you know, uh, Sean Connery passed away at the age of 90 in his holiday home in the Bahamas. He passed away in his sleep. So a uh, great life, man, you know, age 90, man. Great life. Um, you know, so um, yeah, as I said, you know, he played the original James Bond and he made the character, man. He made that character, man. He made 007, um, and so yeah, uh, the OG suave, the uh, James Bond 007, the original. And obviously, he's, he's just not known for James Bond, you know. Obviously, you know, that's one of his most pivotal roles, but obviously, you know, in Indiana Jones, A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, that's where you know, I, I really loved him in one of my favorite films growing up, that was great. Um, you know, The Rock as well, he was in there, um, so, uh, yeah, man, um, a legendary actor, man, and, you know, passing away at the age of 90, uh, so a great life, really, man, um, a great life, and, um, you know, just, just sad, just sad at that news, man, of, of, you know, uh, an already sad year and sad news that's coming out of 2020, this just added to it, man, and, um, you know, just, just, just sad and, you know, a shame to see him go. But um, yeah, a, very, a legend, a legend, you know, in the acting industry, and you know, obviously, he'll obviously be remembered throughout his performances. So yeah, rest in peace to the late great Sean Connery, man, um, master suave, man, really suave, man. That's him. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, uh, you know, just sad news, really, really on that. Right, man, let's talk about uh, some gaming news, man, this week, man. What was some new gaming news we hey, got? Hey, bro, you seen that new film? Yeah, man. <laughs> Hit my gaming drop. Have you played that new Gamma? You mean game? That's what I said, Gamma. <laughs> right, man, what would my gaming section be without my nostalgic PlayStation drop? Right, man. Let's, so let's talk about some gaming news. So, again, you know, over the last week or so, obviously, we saw P uh, the media and you know, gaming journalists um, and gaming websites getting their hands on with the PS Five, and uh, you know, we saw some initial reactions you know, about them unboxing it and the size and the things that come with the PS Five. 
so over this last week or so we've got a bit more information a bit more hands-on about the dual sense the controller how it's uh you know how um you know the haptic feedback and you know the uh the uh, experience of playing with the dual sense with one of the games that comes pre-installed in um with the playstation 5 that's asteroids playroom and how you know it's really a tour um really um a, 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 like a tour of uh, how to how, how uh, to use the dual sense and all the features and things on that and it shows some of the reactions have been really really good showing you like how adaptive you know obviously the triggers and things and resistance and things like that and how realistic things are give you more of a realistic feel so it really looks good um you know playstation 5 is set to be released next thursday in the u.s november 12th along with you know spider-man miles uh, spider-man miles morales demon soul sack boy and things and then november 19th a week after in the uk so um we should be getting uh, some sort of review of the playstation 5 console system and spider-man miles morales and these games launch games that are coming out in next week so we should be able to get some reviews hopefully by this time next week and you know um see see what's going on really and seeing what games are worth picking up with ps5 all of them look great um you know so we're getting a bit more hands-on with spider-man mars morales i believe uh i think this friday um a lot of uh, a lot of gaming websites are getting more hands-on with that and showing a bit more hands-on with that um, we've got a new Demon Souls gameplay trailer that, that that came out just during this week, and it looked really dope as well. That's one game that's piquing my interest. Sackboy as well, you know. I've, I've, before I, w I wasn't much of a little big planet fan, but they're saying that they've remodeled this into a modern day platformer, along the likes of a Crash Bandicoot, Ratchet and Clank sort of thing. So I'm really interested in that, and it looks lit. So um, I'm really interested in that as well. So um, yeah, man. We hopefully we get some. PS, more PS5 news, more PS5 hands-on reaction, and potentially reviews of the console and the games coming out. You know, we only are about just under a week away from you know the release of the console in the US and these games. So hopefully by next week we get some full reviews on these. Um, so yeah, cannot wait, man, cannot wait. As for myself, um, yeah, I'll obviously be waiting, I guess. Uh, you know, to buy a PS5. Uh, you know, I won't, I won't be buying it anytime this month. Potentially, maybe next month, depending on if they release. A black colorway of it you know the custom plates you know that playstation 5 uh you know website that was selling these um custom plates and things has been shut down uh, after some legal uh trouble with sony and so you know i'm glad i told you i'm glad i didn't order from there and you know people who ordered from there were just a bit and i just felt like it wasn't it was, it was risky you know uh, or you know when i first looked at it because these are unofficial plates not from sony and you know uh, you know other, other websites trying to sell these and trying to make a profit off a sony product and things i, I don't know uh so yeah that's been shut down so um th it does lead us to believe that sony will be putting out custom plates custom colorways and things um you know, so with that being said you know i could pick up a ps5 in in december and just buy some custom plates and things uh, but I do want a black DualSense controller, you know, <laughs> which, um, you know, I always could get, you know, later down the line. But who knows? Let's see. Let's see. I, I, right now, I'm in I'm in the mindset that I'm not going to be picking up anytime soon, maybe in December. Let's see, you know, um, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, man, let's wait. Let's wait to hear some more, uh, hopefully some more uh, news and uh, hopefully a review really on the console and the games by next week. 
Speaking of some games, man, so one game that was scheduled to come out um, alongside the PS5 on release day for the PS4, really, was Cyberpunk 2077. And we were coming so close, oh so close to the release date, and the game had even gone gold. And, you know, we discussed this before, going gold in the gaming industry means like the master disc has been made, which all the other discs can be, you know, copied from and made from and you know and be ready to ship out um but you know this game has been delayed three times already in this whole in this year itself it was scheduled to come out in april and then in september and then and then in november and lo and behold it's now been delayed till december and this is a game that they've been working on for eight nine years by bear in mind so this is what the uh uh, developers CD Projekt Red have said about this upcoming delay for Cyberpunk 2077 Hey everyone, today we decided to move the release date of Cyberpunk 2077 by 21 days The new release date is December 10th Most likely there are many emotions and questions in your head So first and foremost please accept our humble apologies The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen and PC at the same time which requires requires us to prepare and test 9 versions of it. Those 9 versions being the Xbox One, Xbox X, uh, Xbox One, Xbox One X, compatibility on the Xbox Series X and um, PS4 Pro, PS4 Pro compatibility on the PS5, PC and Stadia while working from home. Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We are aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make any difference in such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Some of you might be also be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying we achieved gold master some time ago. Passing certification on going gold means the game is ready, it can be completed and has all the content in it, but it doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is a time where many improvements are being made which will then be distributed via a day zero patch. This is a time period we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game on our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones, if it ultimately leads to you getting a video game you'll fall in love with. Right. Um, so really to me I'm not really fussed about this and I know the, the game looks great and you know if they're spending more time to make it even greater and things and you know fixing all the bugs and stuff like that then why not right um, I know obviously what I've come to learn over these last you know few months you know when I've been talking about the gaming you know gaming's part of my sh- uh, you know on, on the episodes and being involved in some sort of the gaming community discussions is that you know the gaming community can also be a very very dangerous and disgusting place because after this news was released of this delay the pro- the developers were receiving you know death threats and, you know, to their fr- to their friends to their family saying you know they know where they live and things know what school their children go to and things and that was just absolutely disgusting and you know that does not warrant this does not warrant that sort of uh, you know uh, behavior um and you know it's just outright disgusting it's just a game at the end of the day you will have it somewhere down the line sooner or later right uh it's just does not warrant warrant that sort of behavior man it's just a game right and uh, you know you cannot threaten people's livelihoods over a delay which were they're actually making you know to to get there to give you a better experience of that game so you know that's just absolutely disgusting you know to see that 
and you know, she just it just shocks me sometimes when I see that. You know, you think about you know the gaming community being really nice and really close near, and you know, not not a volatile place at all. But you know, there are people out there that you know act like this, and, and it's not on. It's not on at all. All right. So um, yeah, it's just disgusting behavior that you see, and if you see any things like that, you should report it. And, um, you know, we hope that, you know, some sort of action is taken against these people who are making these sort of threats. But uh, as for me, yeah, you know, I'll definitely wait for this game to come out for, for the for the PS5, you know, for uh, for the version to come out on the PS5. I won't pick it up on PS4. I won't pick up the PS4 version. I'll just wait for the PS5 version to come out. All right. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm really patient with this. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I like you I initially feel a bit of disappointment, but. At the end of the day, man, they're making it better for us, so why not, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be worth the wait, right? Uh, another game that was delayed uh, is Far Cry 6, so with an initial release date of February, I believe, is it February or something, in 2021? Uh, Ubisoft announced just last week that earlier this year we introduced you to Far Cry 6, the most ambitious game in the series to date. We promise an immersive fantasy to lead a modern-day guerrilla revolution set in a rich and exotic world filled with memorable moments, killer characters and an epic story. While we know you're all anxious to get your hands on Far Cry 6, we want to let you know that we've been given more time to allow us to make this game you aspire to play while focusing on the well-being of our teams in this unprecedented global context. Our teams around the world are working in the studios and from their homes to pour their passion and creativity into making an unforgettable game once one we will hope you will love. We hope you're all safe and healthy and get ready to experience Yara and Far Cry 6 soon. So uh, this has been pushed now back now to, I think, just after March of 2021. So not no exact official release date given, but past March, which pushes it into the next fiscal year, I believe, for Ubisoft. Well, you know, it makes sense. Um, my only really query on this is, is that when you announced the game back in June or July at that Ubisoft press conference, you announced it for February. And, um, you know, uh, I read more into this and, you know, they said that, you know, it's, they're delaying it because of the COVID-19 pandemic, right? Which most games, films and things have been delayed this year because of this pandemic, right? Understood. However, in June or July, um, you know, when you're announcing this game uh, and that uh, you say it's coming out in February, I just think that shouldn't you had a bit more foresight? Um, didn't you think, did you th really think that this, you know, this, this virus, this pandemic was going to go away in the winter where, you know, there is the flu epidemic and the, you know, flu season and things? You really thought that, you know, you'll be able to pass all of that and get it out by February? I mean, like, this is the only question I have, like, I think some of these companies need to have a bit more foresight in plan, a bit more, you know, uh, a few individuals there to say, hey, listen, you know, you, you put this date out great, but realistically, you're not going to make it. So why announce a release date, you know, um, straight off the bat, right? You know, why not wait? And why not obviously say, yeah, we're, you know, Far Cry 6 and you say yeah, coming soon or give it, give it a release date that you ideally and realistically, you know, um, think you will make. Right, so you said February 2021, right? Now, yeah, I thought it's a bit stupid of you guys to think that okay, the pandemic's going to be over by then, or yeah, there's going to be no issues, no faults, no things like that. Uh, and the pandemic's going to go away in the next few months or things, or by that time, no. Uh, I think you should have some people there giving you foresight to say, listen, you know, we've announced this for February, that's still 
coming off the brink of winter and things you know winter being you know very high in terms of illnesses and flu season and things and mixing mixed in with this pandemic is only going to make it worse so maybe we should not you know say we're going to bring this game out in february and push it back till you know you know spring potentially summer of 2021 you know like i just, I just sometimes think that it shouldn't these gaming companies shouldn't these companies have a bit more foresight before putting out a release date that's my only gripe with that um I'm not saying that, oh, wow, you know, this, you know, uh, Far Cry 6, oh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that. I understand it, but I'm just saying that, you know, shouldn't you be, have a bit more foresight to prevent these sort of things happening in the future? I don't know, but um, that's just me, right? Um, yeah, so another delay, really, but uh, again, you know, once we, you know, uh, more information is released, more gameplay and things as teased, you know, um, you know, we'll start building anticipation towards that. As for me, man, what I've been playing this week, yeah, so I picked up Crash 4, uh, I believe a few weeks ago, and, you know, I'm slowly making my way through that, you know, very slowly, um, I say that because I go through the levels, and, you know, um, I try to get a perfect, you know, gem score, um, not a perfect run, but a perfect gem score before, you know, I move on to the next, or move on to the next portion of the game and things so you know i'm taking my time with it yeah i'm dying a lot <laughs> it's getting annoying sometimes but you know it's keeping me it's keeping me um keeping me interested so uh, me i'm really enjoying my plan my time with um you know crash 4 at the moment and yeah i'm look forward look forward to playing more man you do look forward to playing more uh so yeah that's what i'm playing right now so yeah man uh, I'll, I'll give you guys a review once i've completed it and uh yeah um that's it really uh for this week so yeah that, that that wraps us up of this week's episode episode 121 121 uh man of the the notorious Squidgy podcast of this ep- of this week man and um as i said man i hope you guys stay safe and stay well man stay cautious out there and you know we'll be back here same time same place next week as for what's releasing this week haven't got any new information about what music releases are coming on this week uh, but you know hope i think we'll get some surprises again on friday and i'll be back here same time same place next week to discuss those surprises so until then ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back here same time same place next week man you know the fucking vibes man you know the fucking vibes you're now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world. Live from your local cash and carry, the notorious Gucci podcast. Have you some of that chutney? <laughs>